0: Shalom to all! Today's daf is Shabbos of Kuf Mem Hey. We're starting four lines from the top, the third to last word on the line. Today's daf is sponsored, Le'ilu Nishmas, Mars Chana Lea Basr David, because all the learning done in her honor, she should have a tremendous alias Nishama with Hey nishmasa Now, yesterday we concluded the Gemara with a statement from Shmuel, that mashke habala oichel liquid that gets squeezed from a food into food isn't considered liquid, rather food. For example, a grape is squeezed directly into a pot of food. This liquid doesn't have a din of Mashke and therefore would be Made to squeeze this on Shabbos, and the liquid wouldn't be machsher food l'kabul toma. So the Gemara says, Amrav Yirmiyah Kitnai. Perhaps this concept of mashke b'al oichal ka oichal is machlekes tanaim. Someone that smears grape juice over his bread. This is talking about a baker who wants to have a nice crust on top of his bread, so he smears some grape juice on top. Loy yochsher. He wasn't machsher the bread l'kabul toma. Rabbi Huda Eimer, He was machsher l'kabul toma. Myla b'ha kamifgli. It must be this is what they're arguing about. Mar saver mashke b'al oichal it's actually considered like food and therefore it's not machsher l'kabul toma. It's not a mashke. Umar it's not considered food, it's considered a mashka, so it's mashir alakabotoma. Umraf Papa Rav Papa says no, to kulayama mashka bala echol, lava echalu. Really mashka bala echol is not oichal and it's considered a liquid. But kamiflegi, over here they're arguing about a mashka that's gonna end up being thrown away. This liquid on top of the bread is gonna end up getting burnt in the oven, so therefore it has absolutely no use afterwards. Marsaver mashkahu, it's still considered a mashka, and it's gonna be mash the bread. And um marsover mashkahu, it's not considered a mashka. And Up Tani Tanoi, and this is the same a ham. One that bruises olives in order that he could eat them. But he did it with dirty hands. So, the liquid that has come out of the olives now is going to be makshur. These olives, but if he's only bruising them so they can get soft so he could dip them in salt. If they're not soft and they're hard, so then this salt doesn't stick to them. So then he's not because he doesn't actually want this liquid. If he's bruising them to see whether or not they're ripe to be picked so that he can squeeze them for their olive oil. So then they're not makshur. Rabbi Hudaimur. It is it must be that they're arguing about, the mashke that's going to be thrown away, it's not going to be used for anything that's considered mashke. He's only squeezing these olives to see if they're ready to be picked, and that oil that gets squeezed out of them is just going to fall on the floor and not be used. And even so, according to one man, it's still considered mashke. You're right, these tonoim of squeezing the olives to see if they're ripe, they're actually arguing about mashke. But the other tonoim that we had mentioned in the beginning of, the Gemara that spoke about shmir and grape juice on bread. They're arguing about mashka that's meant to shine the bread. It's not considered like halich leibud. It's not being discarded. You actually want this shiny crust on top of the bread. The question is whether or not that's considered machshel or not. And the Gemara says, Amarab Zera, Amarab Amarab. A person is allowed to squeeze a cluster of grapes into a pot of food, but not into an empty bowl. in squeezing a fish for its brine, is even allowed to be done into an empty bowl because the brine of the fish is not considered like Mashke; it's really considered like food. So, Rav was sitting and he said over this teaching, Abai told Dima, You this in the name of Rav So therefore, you didn't have any questions. But Mishmade We." learned this in the name of Shmuel, Vakashelon, and we had a problem because Shmuel is soyser, another one of his statements. Did Shmuel really say you're allowed to squeeze a fish for its brine into an empty bowl? we have Pickled vegetables that were squeezed. This is talking about regular raw vegetables that were stuck into oil or wine in order to pickle them, and he wanted to squeeze them out. Amarav, Rav says, if he's going to squeeze them just to get the juice out of them because he doesn't want them to be so juicy, so he's allowed to do that on Shabbos. If he's squeezing them to get the pickled juice out of them, so it's potter, but it's asr. Ushlakais, and cooked vegetables that have a lot of liquid in them, Bane the goof and ban the mayhem, mutter. Whether he's squeezing them because he just wants the juice out of them or he actually wants the juice, it's going to be mutter. Now, the real answer of sechita is when you're squeezing juice out of something, and that juice is natural to that food, such as grape juice, or lemon juice, or olive oil, or whatnot. However, if you have juice that's not natural to this food, such as pickled vegetables, the reason why it's so liquidy is because it's absorbed some of the pickling juice that it was being pickled in, so that's not going to be asr. So therefore, a person's not going to be chai for squeezing pickles. But the reason why it's Aser Midra Banan is because since people do squeeze them for their juice oftentimes, so the Chameh not to do so. However, cooked vegetables not only is the liquid that's inside this vegetable not natural, it wasn't grown with this liquid inside, people also don't normally squeeze cooked vegetables for their liquid therefore it's completely permitted to squeeze cooked vegetables. But the Gemara continues, Shmuel says Echad whether you're squeezing pickles or cooked vegetables L'Gufa and mutter if you're squeezing it just because you want the juice out of it to make it more edible than its mutter but if you're squeezing it for its liquid itself, then it's So we see that Shmuel says for himself because we had just said that a person is allowed to squeeze fish for its brine, and the brine of the fish is just like the liquid coming out of the vegetables, but if you're squeezing it for itself according to Shmuel, it should be Usr. So the Gemara says, Rev. Demi responded, Amr he said, by Hashem, and this is just a very strong expression, My eyes themselves saw and not as strangers, meaning I know this halacha to be 100% true. I heard this halacha in the name of Rev. Rav he heard it from Rebzairv, Rebzem Rebcharashi, and Rabchhibra Ashi may Rav, Rav, it was heard directly from Rav. It's not from Shmuel, so therefore Shmuel is not Syser himself. I think more says Gufa we had just mentioned Kwashim Shishatan, pickles that were squeezed, Amorav lagufan Mutter, Limimehem Potrav aser shlakas cooked vegetables, bam lagufan guf and mutter. Uh amr and Shmuel had said, Echozeva echodze lagufan Mutter, Lemehem Potteravel aser. And now we have a third opinion, Rebechar Nomar, Echot kvashim the Echot shlakas lagufan Mutter, Lemehem, Chaiv Chatas, you can be chatus. And now the is gonna ask a question in all three. These may say we have a steerer. You're allowed to squeeze pickles on Shabbos if it's for Shabbos. Avoloi lemoitzu Shabbos, but not for moitzu Shabbos. Anovim va'anovim lo yischet. You're not allowed to squeeze them. Vim sachad chayiv chatos. You're going to be So the Gemara says, Kashal rav, Kashal shmul, Kashal rav The Gemara says, Rav mitarz Tame, shmul mitarz Tame, Rab yeichonon mitarz Tame, rav mitarz Tame, Soich din kvasim b'shabbes. You're allowed to squeeze pickles on Shabbos. Letzarech Shabbos for Shabbos. Avoloi lemoitzu Shabbos. By medvar murm When is that said? Lagufan. If you're squeezing it for itself to make it more edible, but if you actually want the liquid, then it's Pater Aval ushlakas and cooked vegetables. is permitted. consistent with his and that's the same thing for shlakas. And, and He explains it. If you did squeeze them then it says if you squeeze and he's gonna be And all of Hibrashi Amarav, Dvar Midai El Aldrisas, you're only Midai raisa for stepping on or crushing and not anything else. And now this Bryce that we had just quoted from the base mesh of Minasha Continues on a totally unrelated topic. ain aid me pay aid, kusher. And the testimony that one aid heard from another one is not Kusher. Kofmeb herewamebe is on the top. El le isha bavad only for testifying about a isha. Now we know that an aide, a witness, has to give testimony that he knows himself to be true. And midai raisa, if he heard something from someone else, he's not allowed to use that as proper testimony. So the Gemara is teaching us that the only aid me pay aid, which is mutter, is when we're giving edos about a woman, her husband died, and the only way she's going to be able to remarry is if we follow this edos that Ruvein had heard from Shimon. That this lady's husband died, and the reason why we're gonna be makul there is because of Aguna. would not want her to remain in Aguna her entire life. So the Gemara asked, What about for Aedus of a Bukhar? Now, we've already said that the firstborn animal has to be given to a kayin, and then he brings it as a carbon. However, if it has a mum, he doesn't have to bring it as a carbon, and he's allowed to use it for his own personal benefit. Because of this, the kayhanim were suspect that anytime they brought an animal with a mum, we were afraid that perhaps they were the ones that put a mum on it. Therefore, they also had to bring a dim that proved that they weren't the ones that inflicted the mum and that it really came from an outside source. Now, the Gemara elsewhere tells us that a woman is allowed to give Edos that this Kayhain wasn't the one that put the woman in the Bukhar and that really it came from an outside source and the question the Gemara is asking here is are we allowed to use Edmi aid me, also? So, Rav Ami Asir, he says no. Rav Asi, Shari, he permits it. Rav Rav Asi, we have a Edmi only for the edus of a woman, but not for a Bukhar. So the Gemara says we could explain that, Braysa. So. The only thing that npa aid is kasher for is something that a woman is allowed to give edus about. And since a woman is allowed to give edus about a Bukhar, so we're allowed to have ADP aid for a Bukhar too. The Gemara says Rav Yemar, allowed ADP aid for edus of a Bukhar, Karyalay used to call Rav Yemar, Yemar Shari Bukhra. Yemar the one that allows the Bukharis. The Halacha is it's there's Machlags in the Mishnah between the Kham and Rebel Yazar about Khalis Dvash, honeycomb. If someone had crushed them before Shabbos, and then honey oozed out of them on Shabbos, is that permitted to use? Rebel Yazar has said yes, and the Kham said no. Ki also have Hoshai in came from our Masnisa he came and brought this brice with him, and the Bryce are taught Zaysinva Anovim Shirisk and May of Shabbos, olives and grapes that were crushed in of Shabbos, Vyatum Atman, and then juice oozed out by itself. On Shabbos, Asurin is prohibited to drink. Rebel Azrapchim and they allow you to drink it. What are you teaching me else in this braysha besides an extra gavra? Besides that, Rav Shimon agrees to Reb Elazar in this hetter. Amalei Abayi, Abayi says Tuvakamashmin is teaching us a lot. And if we just have a mishnah about chaliz devash, Mina, I would think The reason why Reb Elazar is mekel is because honey is always food, and the when it oozes out, it still remains in its food state. but over here, to make the liquid that's inside the zesim and anavim is considered food until it comes out and only once it comes out. A considered liquid, I would say that even Rebbe Lezer and Rebbe Shimon would be machmir over there. The chidush is that they're makol and they even allow you to drink grape juice or olive oil that oozed out of the pre crushed olives and grapes on Shabbos. And now the Mishnah says anything that was in hot water on Erev Shabbos, meaning it was cooked before Shabbos, you're allowed to soak it in hot water on Shabbos, anything that wasn't cooked before Shabbos, you're allowed to wash it off with hot water on Shabbos. Except for old salted fish, the cloys him, or this type of fish which some translate as Spanish mackerel, because washing them off with hot water, that is the Gemar Malacha. That's what finishes their process of being able to eat them, and then therefore that's considered Tikun that would be Asr. The Gemara says, mai. What exactly was the mission talking about when it says you're allowed to soak it on Shabbos if it was cooked before Shabbos? Like the chicken of Ravaba, they would cook it, and then they would soak it for many days in hot water, it would completely disintegrate and it was used as some sort of medicine. And Amr of Safra, says, says, one time I visited there, meaning I went to Eretz Yisrael to Rav Abba, and he gave me some of his chicken medicine, and if not for the fact that he would have given me wine, that was three years old, it I would have been forced to throw up because of how repulsive it was. Rabbi Yechenon would spit every time he remembered the repulsive taste of Babylonian kutach. Um, Amr Yosef, said, now Rabbi Yosef was from Bavel, and he wasn't so happy that people from Eretz Yisrael weren't happy with this Babylonian kutach. He said, We should spit every time we think about this Rav Abba's chicken medicine. And furthermore, Babylonian kutach isn't even that bad because Amr of Gaza, Rav Gaza said, One time I visited there, I went to Eretz Yisrael, and I prepared Babylonian kutach, All the sick people in Eretz Yisrael asked me for this Babylonian kutach, so we see that perhaps it was only Rabbi Yechonan didn't like it, but everyone else did like it. And the Gemara continues explaining the Mishnah culturally, Baba Chaman and the Mishnah had said that we are not allowed to wash off. Old salty fish with hot water. The Gemara says, What about if he did wash it off? He's to And Omar Ravina, We also learnt it. The Why are you not allowed to wash it off with hot water? zuhi that's the Gemara so you'd be mina. bar Abba, were sitting in front of was sitting there, but he was dozing off. Shmanim. Why are the birds in Bavel very fat? fatter than the birds in Eretz Yisrael. Amale, he said, Klach bar-Aza. they're not fatter than the birds in Eretz Yisrael. Go to the desert in Eretz Mehem. I'm going to show you fatter birds than the ones in Bavel. He continued asking him, Mipnei bavel why are the people in Bavel more happy and excited on Yontif than they are in Eretz Yisrael? So he says, Mipnei because they're poor and they're not able to enjoy delicious foods throughout the week and only on Yontif they have a mitzvah too so that's why they're more excited than the people in Eretz Yisrael. So he continued asking him, Mipnei why do the in bavel wear very nice? clothing so he answered because they're not as great Talmudical scholars as they are in Eretz Yisrael, and therefore they also have to wear nice clothing in order for people to respect them as much as the Talmudian in Eretz Yisrael are respected and he continued asking him why are the Gentiles ritually impure in this context means ritually impure so he answered him because they eat creepy crawly bugs and all of a sudden woke up and he told them children like didn't I tell you? The Pesach says... Tell Chachma that you're my sister. What does that mean? If the matter, if the halacha is clear to you, like your sister, she is, she is usher to you, then you're allowed to teach it. And if not, so then don't teach it. Meaning, everything you just said is not true. told him So So why don't you teach us the proper explanation? So he explained to them. Why are the birds in Bavel fatter than the ones in Eretz Yisrael? Because they were never sent into Galus. She says in the Pasuk. Mayav was peaceful from its youth and it quietly rests on its Shmarim and it never went into galus. and the pasta continues therefore its flavor remained the same and its aroma was unchanged so we see that when someone goes to galus, the flavor changes the aroma changes and everything becomes weaker and not as gishmak. and the apostle continues how do we know that the ones in Eretz Israel were sent into Shana for 52 years no man passed through Yehuda it says, Upon the hills, I will raise weeping and wailing. From the birds of the sky to the animals, they wandered and were gone. So everyone, not only people, but even animals and birds, left Eretz Yisrael. And the Gemara says, The word Behema is the numerical value of 52. So we see for 52 years, there wasn't a living soul in Eretz Yisrael. All of these animals and birds returned, except for this fish, Kulius Hispanim. And how do we know this? They all returned the Rav, Rav. says, Hani these slopes of bavil, Mahadri Mail Atum, they returned the water all the way to Ain Atum, which was a spring situated on the border of Benjamin and Yehuda, and that's where the mikvah of the Khan Gadol actually was fed from. Vahai, but this cloy is spun him. Loy since it doesn't have a firm spine, loy matzi it's not able to swim from Bavil, which is lower upwards to Eretz Yisrael And now Rebechnin continues, why are the people in Bavil more happy on Yantif than in Eretz Yisrael He says, Bnei a they weren't part of the following klala. the the Chalala says in the Pasuk and I shall end all of its joy and all of its and all of its and it says another Pasuk and your yom my soul hates them Hashem says "Hayu they become a burden for me so we see that it's only the Yom Taivim in Eretz Yisrael which were cursed but not the ones in Bavell and now the Gemara just continues explaining this Pasuk what does it mean that they've become a burden for me. Amr Abel Ezer, Amr Kosh Baruch Hu, Hashem says, Is it not enough that the Jews are sitting in front of me? But they burdened me that now I have to think about what type of terrible thing to bring upon them. And Um, Amr of Yitzchak, Yitzchak says, There wasn't a single yontif, that foreign troops that came marauding and pillaging didn't come to Tzipari. And for Amr of Chanina, there's not a single yontif in Eretz Yisrael that a governor, a ruler, or an official, didn't come to Teveria and make some sort of crazy gezerah. And Rabbi Akhenik continues, Why do they wear fancy clothing? Because they're not native to the place of Bavel. They had really come from Eretz Yisrael. And the Amri Enshi, people say, if I'm in my city, so then my name is good enough for me to be considered important, and I don't need anything else in that. But if I'm not in my city, I'm in a different place where I don't feel comfortable, I'm not native to this place, so then it's my garments, it's my clothing that make me so since they weren't native to Bavel, that's why they had to wear nice clothing to add to their khashivas. But really, they were as chashivas as the talmid chachamim in Eretz Yisrael. And how do we know if this is true? Because we have a pasuk: Habayim Yashrus Yaakov. Those of Yaakov who come will take root. Yatzets Ufarach Yisrael. They will bud and blossom in Yisrael. Tan Rav Yesef, and Rav Yisef teaches about this pasuk: El Talmid Chacham Shev Bavel. This is referring to Talmid Chacham of Bavel. They make beautiful buds and blossoms, in their beautiful pshatim in Tyra. So we see that they're on the same level of Tamir Chacham in Eretz Yisrael. And the only reason why they have to re- Fancy clothing is because they don't really feel comfortable, they're not native to Bavel, so therefore they need to add to their chashivas by wearing that clothing. And Rabbi Akhenon continues, Why are the Gentiles ritually impure? Because they didn't stand at our Sinai. At the time, Sheba al Alchava that the Nachash Hakarmani seduced Chava to be with him. Hitul Bazuama he injected in her or cast upon her this ritual impurity. Yisrael Shalem Dalar Sinai the Jews which stood at Har Sinai Paska Zuamaasan. So this Zuama this ritual impurity left them at Har Sinai. But Avdi Chavim Shloem Dalar Sinai the Gentiles that weren't at Har Sinai LePaska Zuamaasan they still have this ritual impurity. Armelay Ravach Braid Ravler Ravashi Gerim Mai. What about Gerim? Are they still ritual impure because they come from non-Jews? Armelay said. Afagav the Inhule even though they weren't at Harsenai, Mazlahu Havu, their Malachim weren't at Harsina. Those that are standing here today with us, Lifneh Shamalakenu in front of Hashemar God, Mesa Sharin Anupay, and those who are not here with us, referring to the Gairim. We'll plead this is not like Raval Barakano, the Om Ravabra Kahano, An Shlay Shadaris, Laipaska Zuama Mehvasinu. Up until three generations, this ritual impurity didn't leave our forefathers. Avram Halidas Ishmal, Avram Had Yeshmol, whom we're considering that is still a Zuhamah, Zuhama, Yitzloqhale. Esav, he had Esav, but Yaakov had 12 shvatim, they didn't have any daifi in them, they were completely pure. So we see the Rebbe Bar holds that the zuhama left the Jews way earlier than Rabbi Yechonin says it does. Everyone should have a wonderful day.